What's up guys and welcome to the Wheelchair Pulpit Podcast. Hope everyone is having a good day and a great start to their week. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the first five games of the World Series between the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros and my prediction of what's going to happen in game six tonight in Houston. What's going on with Dan Mullen and the Florida Gators? I'll talk about that. I'll also give my early top four in the college football playoffs. And some movie uh, movie opinions. I'll give y'all my thoughts on why the upcoming Spider-Man 3 cool, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, will be even bigger than Avengers Endgame. That broke box office records and held as the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to date. But before I do all that, I'm going to open up in prayer. And then I'll get into some of the stuff I want to get into. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you've given us. Thank you for putting me in a position where I can do this podcast. And I pray this for your person's name. Amen. So game six of the Major League Baseball World Series plays tonight. And I haven't been as stressed about a World Series, about any series, to be honest, than I am now. Being a lifelong Braves fan... Uh, it's good seeing them back in the World Series. They lead the Houston Astros 3-2. And they go back to Houston tonight for Game 6. And I believe that this will be the deciding factor for the Braves specifically. Because they play in Houston. Like I said, they play in Houston tonight. And if they don't close it out, that they have to play in Houston again tomorrow night for a decisive and crucial Game 7. And that, that's not going to be good for the Braves having to beat the Astros twice back-to-back nights. The Braves started off really strong opening up the game uh, in Atlanta a couple nights ago with the Grand Slam. And then everybody thinking words after that, that this is going to be the year that the Atlanta Braves win it all, but... The Houston Astros came back to win, and now we have to sit back again tonight and watch to see if the Braves can pull it out or if Houston will continue their momentum and win tonight and then go back to Houston tomorrow night, to stay in Houston tomorrow night and play in Game 7. So my prediction, uh, I'm hoping the Braves win because I've been a lifelong Braves fan. But my gut feeling is saying that Houston is going to continue their momentum, win tonight. And if that happens, I don't see the Braves beating Houston back-to-back nights. And, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, Braves play Houston and Houston. Tonight on Fox for our Game 7. Now I shift my thoughts and opinions over to college football. Now many of y'all know or might have guessed that I'm a Florida Gators fan. And I've been one since I understood the game. So I'm a little I'm a little emotional right now just because of how they have been playing. And that's more in the direction of head coach Dan Mullen. Now, when they decided to fire head coach Jim McElwain during the 20 
2017 season, the main goal was to bring in a coach that can bring back a productive offense and a coach who can recruit a quarterback into a program that is historically great in both offense and defense. And we haven't had that since Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow during the 08-09 season. And when the carousel of coaches came up and Dan Mullen was one of them, I was one of those that said, hey, Dan Mullen, he's familiar with Gainesville. He is hailed as one of the great offensive play calling coach in college football. He's a quarterback whisperer, having coached quarterbacks like Alex Smith, Dak Prescott, Tim Tebow, Kyle Trask, and now uh, he's the head coach going into his third year, going to a bowl game and the SEC championship last year. I thought he was going to be the one that will take the mantle of continuing what Urban Meyer did. That hasn't been the case lately. That hasn't been the case going on the end, the ending of last year's season, losing to Alabama in the SEC championship game, losing to Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl, I think, in the Cotton Bowl, and losing a great quarterback that broke a bunch of Florida Gator records in Kyle Trask, a once-in-a-lifetime playmaker tight end in Kyle Pitts and playmaker Kadarius Toney. And now, I believe we had the two quarterbacks that fit Dan Mullen's quarterback scheme. I mean, Emory Jones fit. Anthony Richardson, he fits. But Emory Jones has not been impressive. And ever since the beginning of the season, I keep telling y'all that Anthony Richardson is the quarterback for us in the future. And he got his opportunity to play. And he started against number one Georgia. He wasn't that impressive either. He went 12 for 20 with 82 yards, two interceptions, and adding a fumble. That's that's not good. That many, including myself, thought he was going to be the quarterback that continued the great streak. And it didn't. He he didn't he didn't look confident. He he didn't look impressive. Give credit to Georgia's defense. There, I don't see anyone beating Georgia. I just don't. They'll most likely play Alabama in the SEC championship game. And if Alabama 
doesn't live up to their standards, Georgia's going to go undefeated going, to, going into the college football playoffs. And Georgia's going to win it all because I just don't see the other teams beating Georgia with their defense. Mainly their defense. Because all the times I've watched football and sports, offense wins your games. Defense will win you will win you championships, and Georgia's defense is going to win them their first championship. Hate to say it, uh, I dislike Georgia, but you know, got to give credit to them in their defense. Kirby Smart, it's a great head coach, great recruiter, and from what I heard about from Dan Mullen about recruiting. What he said, not a good look because he was asked about recruiting and he said, we're not in the recruiting season. I'll I'll discuss recruiting when recruiting season starts. That's not good. Because Kirby Smart came out and said, all year, every month, every day, every minute, every second is recruiting. And that's what recruiters want in a head coach. Dan Mullen's a great coach. Not a great recruiter. Ed Ergeron, who is resigning from the LSU head coaching position at the end of the year. Not a great coach, but a great recruiter. And if this year is going to be Dan Mullen's last year, if he doesn't pick it up he's going to be out out the door because he's he's on the hot seat and ever since last season Todd Grantham you got to go you just got to go cuz you're not working out and if Dan Mullen or the head honchos for the Gators if they don't boot Todd Grantham out. Coach Mullins, you're right up there. You're next. So now getting so mentioning the college football playoffs. They're right around the corner. And you know, like I said, I don't see Georgia losing to anybody. With that defense, the way they've been playing. Their offense does what they need to do to stay in the game. And I, I just don't see any of these teams. I don't see Cincinnati beating them if they get into the playoffs. I don't see Oklahoma. I don't see Michigan State, Ohio State, Oregon, Notre Dame, Michigan. Definitely not Wake Forest. Who they all close out the top 10 in the AP polls. Looking at the AP poll right now, the only one I see beating Georgia is Alabama. But they lost to Texas A&M. I, I just don't see it. So if I had to pick a top four, Right now, looking at the 
NCAA AP top four. They have Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, and Oklahoma. I mean, I, I, I just can't. I can't give y'all a an early top four because the way Georgia played against Florida, I just see I don't see anybody beating Georgia. And again, it pains me to say it, but Georgia is my pick for the as national champions. Unless something happens between now and the championships play and then they pick the top four. Again, I don't see anybody beating Georgia. And it kills me because I've been a Gator fan all my life. I've never supported Georgia in any capacity. But we'll see. So to close out this podcast, uh, again, y'all know me. I like, I love movies. I'm starting to talk about more movies that I'm going to be seeing. And one one of the most anticipated movies that I've ever seen alongside uh, the Batman with Robert Pattinson is Spider-Man No Way Home with Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, and a slew of others. I think that this movie is going to be bigger than Avengers Endgame. The first teaser trailer that came out a few weeks ago shattered records when it came to most viewed movie trailers in 24 hours. The trailer got more than 355 million views. It destroyed Avengers Endgame's official trailer with 294. Just completely demolished it. Now, do I believe... Spider the Spider-Man movie is going to break box office records. I don't just because of the pandemic. People are still anxious. People people are still a little hesitant about going into movie theaters. But Spider-Man No Way Home with all of the rumors, all of the Leaks, everything that's come out right now. I mean, every time I get on Twitter and go to search, Spider-Man No Way Home is always trending. I don't remember Avengers Endgame having a hashtag trend each and every day. And with how... The MCU and Sony are setting up Spider-Man now with the multiverse. If you watched Venom and saw the end, the uh, post credits scene, I'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't seen it yet. Spider-Man: No Way Home is going to be bigger than Avengers: Endgame. Book it. 
So that's everything I have for y'all in this podcast episode. We'll see how the Braves play tonight. And if they win, go Braves. If they don't, they're going to have a tough time playing tomorrow night in Houston. Gators, Dan Mullen, get your act together. Or else it's going to be a long offseason for y'all. And I'm totally excited for Spider-Man No Way Home when it comes out next month. So let me end this episode in prayer. And then I'll talk to you all next week. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you've given us, Lord. Thank you for, again, putting me in a position where I can be an influence to those through this podcast. And I pray this for your name. Amen.